which is where the spine curves like an S, was revealed. Fortunately, I'd suffered very little pain up until then, only mild muscular fatigue after too much time on my feet. Until my late college years, the misalignment had given me incredible flexibility that enhanced my abilities as a dancer. After two orthopedic surgeons cautioned me to halt my dancing, advising that I put a rod in my back to straighten my spine, I began to consider my life and how all of my dancing dreams would never come to fruition. Motivated by the desire to fix this great obstacle, I buried myself in heavy research, after which I decided that I would not have surgery. After much contemplation and prayer, I decided I would rather have a shorter but higher quality life than a longer life of lesser quality. That was my decision then, and still to this day, I know that was the right decision for me. With consistent chiropractic care, big thanks to Dr. Shetland at South Jordan Chiropractic, who cared for my spine both in St. George, Utah, and currently at the time of this reading in Salt Lake City, Utah, and rigorous nutrition and fitness habits, my orthopedic doctors are now changing their minds about my condition. In 2011, they told me I would be in a wheelchair by age 40 and that my spine would begin to move into the region where my lungs are by age 60, which could possibly end my life. In 2013, they told me that by staying active and eating well, I may be able to keep myself out of a wheelchair permanently. As a result of my habits, the curvature of my spine has actually decreased and regular chiropractic care is keeping arthritis from setting in. In 2015, at the time of the revision of this book and this reading, the curve remains stable thanks to the muscle I have built. Proper stretching and training each day are critical to my mobility, and it's paramount I use variations of traditional weightlifting movements in order to protect my back. Living with chronic pain gives me empathy for others and gratitude for all the things I'm able to do. Being able to walk each day is a gift on its own. Everything in addition to that is a cherry on top. Though in 2011 I left behind my dream of becoming an artistic dance director, the disordered eating habits and thoughts that plagued me from the time I was nine years old remained. For nearly 15 years, I struggled with obsessive calorie counting and restrictive diets in efforts to lose weight. After a time of dieting intensely, my resolve broke, resulting in horrific binge-eating episodes of anywhere from 5,000 to 10,000 calories in a single sitting. In order to punish myself for the behavior and prevent the weight gain I feared, I forced myself to vomit immediately following the binge and spend hours at the gym to burn as many calories as possible. I exercised so viciously that I often developed injuries. Even still, I forced myself to continue exercising. Voices of disdain, loathing, anger, and disgust constantly screamed in my mind. I hated myself, and I hated that no matter how hard I tried, I could not break my obsessive cycle of behavior. I felt alone, and that no one could ever help me. My family, friends, academic and dance peers, as well as co-workers, all knew me as a health nut. What they didn't see was the dark side of me I kept private and hidden from the world, I was ashamed of who I was in secret and put that much more effort into a happy and bubbly public appearance. I didn't want anyone to know my burdens. When I was 25, I'd finally had enough. I decided that I could not and would not continue living life the way I had. 
I hated myself. I ridiculed myself. I loathed myself. Fifteen years of this was enough. I wanted discipline. I wanted control. I wanted to be the master of my habits and behavior. On March 17, 2012, something inside of me snapped. Many things in my life weren't going right. I was failing in my dating relationships. I liked my job and had an amazing boss, yet didn't feel I was achieving all I had the potential to do in a career, and felt miserable with my body and spirituality. Driving home that afternoon from a weekend getaway at a friend's house, I felt a thought swell inside my head so large that I felt it expand like a balloon. You are the master of yourself. The phrase repeated itself over and over in my mind. Caught off guard, I lifted my hand to adjust the rearview mirror until I was looking at my reflection. I stared myself down. Did that?